Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fangs. We're back, man. Episode 213. Yes, sir. Uh, before we get into it, man, uh, I gotta, you know, I want to apologize for my voice. I've been sick for the last few days, but that ain't no excuse, man. I gotta come in here and I'll use the last of my voice if I need to. Fuck it. There you go. All right. Here's a quick story that happened to me yesterday. Um, lead the off reason with, why he lost his voice. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably partially partially true. Um, uh, yesterday, man, I, I went to the laundromat because uh, since I work a hazmat job, sometimes you get a little bit of gas or dirt on your clothes. So I like going to the laundromat to separate my clothes and wash them there. Um, to, and to make a long story short, I go into the laundromat. And one of the workers at this place, when I, I seen the two big uh, the two big washers, I looked over at him. She said, they don't work. And then she walked off, and I was like, okay, no big deal. And then I went around and made a left to go to the other washing machines. And she says, get away from there. It's wet. Like, that's how she literally spoke to me. And I was confused. Like, usually I would assume that she spoke to a child like that, so I was looking for the kid she was yelling at. But no, she was walking towards me and saying, get away from there. I said, ma'am, you don't talk to people like that. What are you doing? She said, well, it's wet, and I'll get in trouble if you're standing over there in the, in the water. And I was like, first of all, there's no wet sign here. There's no slippery when wet sign even over here. Mm-hmm. How can I assume that it's bad? Like, it looked like the, the water was drying up, right? So she continued to use this aggressive language towards me, and I said, you really need to watch how you talk to people. She's like, I'm talking just fine, but you're you're causing problems. So <clears throat> basically, what she continued to do is use aggressive language towards me out of nowhere. And 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 for me, I eventually got to the point where I told her, I said, ma'am, you need to watch how you talk to people. And then it went, it graduated to you need to watch your mouth. That's what I told her. I said, I'm an adult. You don't talk to people like that. That's ridiculous. And what kind of like what kind of triggered me a little bit was the fact that she came at me with this negative energy out of nowhere. Um, <coughs> damn. Um, on top of that, there was a girl that was near her that didn't respond to anything until I told the lady to watch her mouth. Then the girl was like, "Oh wow, <coughs> jeez, yeah." Yeah, I don't know. Just when you're t- when you lose your voice, yeah, and you start trying to have a regular conversation, mm-hmm. it's difficult, man. Mm-hmm. Um, eyes watering and shit. Fuck. Um, what I ended up doing is before I left the laundromat, I had to leave because her energy was so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I had to get out of that environment, and <clears throat> I got out of there. But before I left, I told her, I said, "People are crazy. You need to watch how you talk to people." Mm-hmm. That's not okay. And I think what's crazy is like she had to be like at least 51 or something, like early 50. She was a little older. And the fact that you think that your that communication was fine was a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, like I told her, like I respect my elders, but this is ridiculous. You can't do that. Like people are crazy. Somebody could do something to you. Not to mention I'm a large black man and you are coming at me with this aggression. In your mind – in your subconscious, you think that there's no consequences for how you speak to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Truth be told, there are a lot of men that will slap the shit out of women. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. But the reason why I bring this up is because everyone deserves respect. You don't know what people are going through. 
you don't know what might take them over the edge. So you need to watch how you speak to people and speak to them in a, in a, in a respectful, diplomatic way. But she kept trying to turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. And I just can't understand for the life of me why. And I've seen numerous occasions where I've been at a club or something or somewhere and a girl's all pointing at a dude's face and screaming and yelling at him. And I'm thinking like, yo, please, like, don't do that. Because one of these dudes is going to hit you. Some of these guys do not make reservations for women. Mm-hmm. You know? And in that moment, I left, got out of there. But for me, what I took from that is it was a lesson. What I learned is be very short-ended with people who act like that. Don't give them any fucking energy. I should have, this is all I should have said. I should have said, whoa, that's not okay. I'm out of here and just leave. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing else that I need to say. I don't need to plead my case. Anybody that's coming at you that crazy, they don't have, they don't have, they're not a level-headed person. And, and it's probably some weird trauma response. Like, I'm just being a normal person, and you're yelling at me with for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. That's inexcusable. That's not how you're supposed to conduct yourself as a professional and or just in life, man. And, and it really threw me off. Yeah. I think that the ideal space... Pass one of those waters, man? Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I need it. My voice got fucked up. I think the ideal space for me to get to is um, where I am completely in control of my emotions. I think sometimes, like, you know, it's, it's, it's natural to, for us to, to have triggers. And, and I, think, I think in that moment, you, probably, you guys were probably playing on each other's triggers. So you might have been triggering her because of whatever was going on and, then, um, and, and vice versa. Not to say that you did anything wrong. I'm just saying, like, you know, she has right. her own set of, God dang, I don't know if that's the best thing to be doing on the Well, I'll step back away from the mic, dude. I uh, just, just the blowing sound. Yeah. Go ahead, continue, Keith. Um, <laughs> Before you interrupt my blowing of my nose. Um, yeah, I just think, like, in, in terms of, you know, that situation, you guys were just kind of, like, trigger triggering one another. And I think um, the... The thing for me and, and kind of something that I'm coming to more recently and part of the reason why, like, I've not really been on, on social media too heavy. Like, I deleted um, Instagram off or I removed Instagram off my phone and I removed Twitter off my phone. Um, and I want to say that specifically because sometimes pe- people be like, oh, I deleted my Twitter. But in reality, you like, it's still active. You just like you can log in anytime. But um, but. I want to be in complete control. And I think um, that also means in situations of, of conflict, you're not, your, your blood pressure is not being raised by, by any means. And you can, you can operate these situations in a way where right. it's not necessarily like, okay, what, what, um, anything that they did, it's not okay what she did. But there's a version of that where you, like you said, you could be like, all right, cool. I'm going to just remove myself from this situation. And you can articulate it, too. Like, hey, that's not okay to be talking to anybody like that. Um, You know, I didn't I wasn't aware that there was water over here. I thought you were talking to, you know, a a child when you were speaking in that way. Um, And what happens with those situations, it's, it's, it's definitely a way to disarm people, too. Yeah. Like, the best way to disarm somebody is to not um, justify what they're doing, 
but to kind of meet them with compassion, but then also let them know that they own some nonsense. So if you say like, hey, um, I know you might be going through a lot. You know, this is a, a stressful job. It's a lot of people in here, but you don't have the right to speak to people like that. Right. That's um, what I told her that also. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, because you, you know, seem to have this sort of energy, I'm just remove myself or I'm going I'm to leave and I'm going to let you have this. And then you just dip off. And then you, that way, like, you're not because um, like conflict breeds conflict. I've seen situations right. like even my mom the other day, she was like she was arguing with her with her younger brother. And um, it was like it was almost like she she wanted to engage. And um, in those situations, like when you realize when you're not meeting somebody, when when a person, when at least one person is not being level headed in that situation, it right. just keeps going up and up and up. And exactly. Up and up. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I don't like having those exchanges with strangers, man. This world is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Recently, we just seen three mass shootings, three major mass shootings, you know, that happen all over this country. And the crazy thing too is, is like you need to be nice to people because the same person that you're screaming at, they'll be like, okay, I'll be back, and they'll come back and shoot everybody in the fucking store. Yeah. I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to like create this extreme, but when you think about it, it's the truth. Yeah. So yeah, got, I, I just better. think part of that too is like people, um, because people don't lack uh, people lack self awareness. Even in that situation, I don't, I don't know if you mentioned it in that version <laughs> of the story, but she, um, I completely lost my thought. Yeah, oh. she was. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. But in, but basically, she's working a job where she she probably hates it. Right. And I know be, walking into that same laundromat, sometimes when I look at those employees, I make it a point to ask them how they're doing. You know, try to, you know, just uh, put a smile on their face if I can or just try to be more personable because oftentimes they look stressed out. Um, and it's a lot of a lot of those women are um, a little bit older and you know it could be it could be a job it just a, it's just a job 100%. it's not it's not a career it's not something that you're going to be able to retire on and you know they carrying a lot of weight they probably got stuff going on at home and stuff like that but yeah. that doesn't give you an excuse no. to uh to be um Fuck mean no. to anybody yeah, like you, we have to be able to um compartmentalize our lives mm-hmm. so if you is dealing with something at home, if you're arguing with your husband, if your kids is being bad, if your son just got suspended from school, that's fine. But when you step into this workplace, you got to go in there with a clean slate because there's people in there that got that have nothing to do with what you got going on at yeah. home. So. Yeah, man. I, I had to get the fuck out of there because my energy – and I don't yell at women either. So my thing is is if I'm, if I'm displaying respect to you, even though you started off – disrespecting me out of nowhere mm-hmm. and you're still and here's the thing when I told her I said people are crazy she wouldn't even let me finish my statement she says I'm not the one that's crazy here I'm not the one that's crazy here and I said I'm not saying you're crazy I'm saying that people in the world are crazy mm-hmm. I'm not crazy I'm like this it was a trauma response and here's the problem with people too the scum of the earth the people that I fucking can't stand are the ones that will be condescending or very disrespectful and wonder why you reacted the way you reacted Mm-hmm. I literally want to hurt people when they do that. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, you know what the fuck you're doing. You have no excuse to be talking to anybody like that. And literally, the prequel to me reacting 
is your stupid ass. Mm -hmm. If I don't know a guy and he's like, hey, man, get the fuck out of the street. If that's your first interaction with me and I tell you, man, get out the car so I can knock your head off. Mm -hmm. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. You never had the right to tell me shit. All you should have did was shut your mouth. That's all the fuck you had to do. But for me, you have to be more self-aware. Like It's even triggering me now. You have to be self-aware enough to say, you know what? The person that's reacting or interacting with people in the public like this, they are not worth me going to jail. They are not worth a conversation. They're not worth shit. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. Your energy is so bad. I know you, you have the incapability of having a decent conversation just by how you let off. If you lead off with, hey, hey, get out of the way. It's wet over there. I'm a girl. I'm a 37 year old man. You don't fucking talk to me like that. Period. Mm -hmm. I feel like when when women say men need to respect women, I agree with that narrative. I agree with it. I agree with men need to be more respectful. They don't need to be blunt and calling women bitches and stuff like that. But women, you need to be respectful to us. It is a two way fucking street. You do not have the. You do not have the clearance to just disrespect the man because subconsciously you don't think we won't backhand you. You need to watch that shit. Mm -hmm. Period. There are tons of men like me out there that respect women, but there is a, a good amount that will slap you and knock your teeth out because there are men out there that don't give a fuck. Like people literally, there's some dudes that is on the internet that say equal rights, lefts and hooks. <laughs> they don't care man some of these dudes is woman beaters mm -hmm. I, and I'm not making it right at all I'm just giving you the full the full spectrum of it now ladies out there with a son would you like it if somebody was disrespecting your son for and yelling and screaming at him would you like one of his girlfriends to slap him in the face and yell and scream at him because she thinks he won't slap her back no you wouldn't like that would you so I really think that you need to be a little more respectful. You don't need to kiss our ass at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying just be cordial, right? Because some dudes get out of pocket and be saying wild shit to women. I ain't talking about those motherfuckers. Fuck them. But for us guys that are just normal dudes that are being like we're bringing a decent energy, don't talk to us like that. Mm -hmm. Just stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Okay? Mm -hmm. We go ahead and switch gears. Where the fuck did I put my phone at? Down here. <clears throat> Switching gears. And this is a, a very unfortunate switch. Um, a man literally went to ICU um, after, his, after he crunched his lung from uh, masturbation. So this guy was masturbating so hard that he ended up in intensive care. <laughs> I feel like masturbation should be self-care, not self self-destruction. <laughs> Is this motherfucker a masochist or what? He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. But yeah, man, here's a story. A man rushed to ICU after crunching lung while masturbating too hard. A Swiss man 20 has been hospitalized after suffering spontaneous Pneumondisantinum, whatever that is, during a vigorous masturbation session, his face was swollen and crunching noises could be heard from his neck 
to his elbows. Doc discovered air was even trapped in the base of his skull. God damn. What the fuck was he watching? Oh my gosh. <clears throat> this nigga was watching Alexis, Texas. <laughs> 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 That's fucking crazy, man. Mm-hmm. If you like the thing about it, man, and there's been some women too. There's a story I think we found where a woman uh her she had a vibrator that fucking exploded. Mm-hmm. And now I I just oh I think she sued the company or or think it overheated, mm-hmm. but it's like yo, people really out here hurting themselves masturbating now. Yeah, first first Tide people eating Tide pods now this shit. Mm-hmm. My God, these kids these kids can't even jack off right. What the fuck is going on? I wonder, um, if it if that that nut was worth it though, because um, for you to have that that type of like. So some sometimes this may be TMI. Sometimes you could bust a nut and it's just regular. This is like, like ah. this is like cool. You know what I mean? It, it is nothing spectacular. Nothing. Some but some women are special, and when you bust one with them, you're like, oh, 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 oh my whole life came out. That's what I'm saying. So the, <laughs> more times than not, it just be regular, like boop. But sometimes, sometimes you get those ones that like you feel it in your soul. Um, yeah. So I wonder, I'm wondering how that felt for him. Like if it was, that's why I ask if it was worth it. If it was the best nut he ever had and his lungs collapsed and his freaking neck contorted and all this stuff. And he was like, yo, that was the best nut I ever had. This nigga went into cardiac arrest after exactly. that. Exactly. God damn. I'm like, dang, I didn't know, like, I didn't even know that was possible. He that- must be so in tune with himself and what his body likes Yeah, that he just like, he just created the perfect scenario and the perfect amount of strokes to have the best nut ever. That that nut was bigger than a a, a Missy Elliott remix. <laughs> <laughs> Remember back in the day, Missy Elliott uh, <laughs> remix. Yeah, that's funny. He had a uh, it's near for minute beswing yet nut. <laughs> oh man, I was thinking about Missy Elliott. Like Missy was so fucking dope, yeah. so underrated. I wish he still made music. I know. I, I, th- I thought about, like, everybody talks about the top 10, top five list of men rappers. They never talk about women. And Missy Elliott is, it, to me, is easily top five. Yeah. And she, she <coughs> makes better music than, you know, a lot of these guys. Some guys can yeah. rap really good, but they just make average music. And Missy Elliott was a whole fucking artist, man. Like She wrote songs. She, she sings. Dance. Yeah. All mm-hmm. of that, bro. If, I, if I'm talking about women, I'm going to say uh, top five. I'm gonna say Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj, uh, MC Light, and uh, ooh fuck, I'm about to I might upset some people with this last one, but I'm gonna say like from a historian standpoint, I'm gonna say Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah was hard, so I'm gonna go with five. I would put, I would put Rhapsody as like five B maybe. Mm. I think she, I think lyrically she's she's like J Cole. She's probably like. Higher than some of those, but mm-hmm. she just don't have like the songwriting ability as some yeah. of those other artists do. Yeah. Um, but just you know, if it's just bar for bar, she she says like some amazing raising. Man, lines. you hey before keep it real, you gotta put Lil Kim up there though. Lil Kim. Lil Kim up there, bro. Yeah, I think more of like just not like a pure rap thing, but just as like a cultural <laughs> phenomenon right. for right. sure. Yeah. Foxy Brown and shit. Foxy so many Brown. good, so many good female artists. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to this kid busting this massive nut. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man. I, like, so it's a, this is supposed to be self care. Mm-hmm. Masturbation is a form of self care. Wait, now, have have you ever caught a cramp during sex? Yes. <laughs> yes, and you don't want the woman to know it because you're stroking it in that leg, like in the back, it cramp up. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I don't got enough electrolytes. <laughs> Should have drank a Gatorade before this shit. <laughs> For sure, like my foot, my foot be like the um, like the archio foot be cramping up sometimes. The worst one is the calf. The calf. When that calf lock up, you just you're, everything you're go down. For. Even your your erection get it's the worst feeling ever to have an erection in a calf cramp. You can, yeah, you can't have a cramp in a hard dick. They don't even go to. He's like ah ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> some women be petty. They don't even stop when you get when you cramping up. You begin some head and your legs start cramping and she just keep going. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It, this this story may be funny, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's a it's a cautionary tale, but it's also like bro. How the fuck did you jack off that hard? That is wild, bro. Yeah. This story to me is almost parallel to that story we talked about that uh, that music artist that was holding her fart so bad she had to go to the hospital. Yeah. It's like this shit should just not be happening. Yeah. If you start feeling pain while you're jacking off, just stop doing it. <laughs> and then co- contact the physician. Off, you said what? <laughs> so sometimes you got to get it off. You, I'm going to die for this <laughs> <clears throat> no one's ever been on the verge of nothing and it just was like, man, I got to save my body. Uh, I think Hugh Hefner would disagree. He died from having a nut? I don't know. I don't know if he did, but I'm sure it probably was sex related. Um, you know, you uh, old people could have sex and then die two days, two days later from the sex. It's like a post- like a postpartum heart attack. Yeah, they took too much nut out of him. That's an eighty-some-year-old nut, man. He can't walk around after that shit. And you know, everything is delayed with old people too. So it could have been, it could have very well been that, like a two-day delayed death. Yeah, you'd be yeah. crazy. All of a sudden, you're just talking, and an old person falls down, and then you you see he got a bullet hole. You'd be like, oh my god, he got shot two days ago. <laughs> god damn it! Why did he go to the hospital? Oh my god, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old man's name. Fucking Marshall. Marshall. Bob. Marsha is an old lady name too. <clears throat> Fucking Mildred. Mildred. Mildred is an old yeah. old person's name. Mildred. Yeah. It's man. funny how some of these names used to be so popular. Mm-hmm. Like Dick. there's popularity in names. Yeah, you can't name your son Dick nowadays. Mm-mm. Nah, that don't work. Yeah, they'll be like, if you if you name your kid Dick, then you know he might as well just go to homeschooling. I feel like I should name my son Dick just to be a dick. Oh man. So they'll be like, um, they'll be like uh, Jaime Garcia, and then he'd be like, here. Dick fingers, and then everybody in the class just laugh at him. <laughs> oh man, it'll be some massive jump. It'll be like uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Sochit Hernandez, <laughs> Dick Marshall, Jacob fingers. <laughs> yeah, yo, that's wild, bro. Yeah, yeah, I just. I, when I seen this story, I just couldn't believe that somebody really, you know, and I, what I wanted, what I, I did a little background to see if this was like, you know, a common thing. And it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, man. Yeah. I, yeah. That, it just seems, 
I don't know. It has to be like some underlying. It's got to be like a COVID situation, like some underlying health conditions for you to your your lung collapse. I I just want to know the setup because yeah. I could imagine him going in there. Some people be having elaborate uh, like <clears throat> masturbation sessions. He's probably had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. He probably had a bad. He probably and he seems like a person that has like a routine. So he puts on the perfect video. You know, he got um, is a white dude. Uh, yeah, some so. I yeah, it is. he probably got like he probably looks up like BBCs or something like oh, that. Oh God, yeah. look up his idol, Mister Mister Mister. What's the dude's name? Uh, Steel or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Types it in real quick on yo, the big screen. Yo, people's porn search be way different than them. It'll oh, be, for sure. It'll be like a black. You said, they said like the most searched porn for black men was Asians. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah, crazy, yo. What's up with Asians. what's up with us, man? What's up Asian with black fetishes. men watching Asians, yo? Asians, I was. This is gonna sound disrespectful, but Asians are hard to come by. Like we just don't be, we don't be running into. Well, we don't it. live in San Francisco. Yeah, if you lived in, a, in L.A. or something of, like that, and and there are lots of very beautiful women that are Asian in San Francisco and Los Angeles, mm-hmm. especially Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Filipinos. The, is ain't on point. Well, shit, there's a lot of Filipinos out in Delano. Yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. a lot of pretty, pretty girls out there. But mm-hmm. if you watch, if you're a black man watching Asian porn, what are you watching? What you mean? Like, I wonder if like black men be watching like game show porn. Oh, like the sometimes they be having an authentic. Um, like on kfings.com. If <laughs> <laughs> you having an authentic Asian porn. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, by the time we finish this podcast, you're gonna have to quarantine this fucking mic, man. Yeah, I don't be touching that. Yeah, I don't what's crazy about it too is I, I don't have like I don't really feel too sick anymore, but mm-hmm. it's like the after effects. Mm-hmm. Like you've hawked up so much mucus and shit mm-hmm. that now you just your voice is fucked. Yeah. But um yeah, I could just imagine him just setting it up like the Pornhub, perfect. You know, he he might have a a page saved, his go to go to page. He might have warmed up the lotion a little bit, threw it in the microwave for like thirty seconds. Damn, just set it up. Who micro? Hold on, hold that. Who the fuck microwaves lotion? I, this is this is a thing. That's like, next level shit, man. If you want it? You know what I'm saying? If you want, because sometimes it'd be warm inside there. Oh my god! So you got to replicate. You know, the same. I'm sorry. At that point, you just gonna have to get a real woman. <laughs> I don't want to replicate. It's I don't not wanna, that easy, dog. I don't want a replica vagina. It's not that easy. Some but I also don't want cold lotion. Yeah, you don't want cold. You don't want cold. But lotion. I also don't want to feel like I'm stroking one out with oatmeal. <laughs> I got fucking piping hot oatmeal on my on my genitals. <laughs> it might. What he might do also is like he got time settings for the the body weights of women. So if you want a real big woman, he might leave it in for 45 seconds. If you want a skinnier girl, he might leave it in for like 15 seconds. You lost me, man. What what happened? Because a, a bigger girl, like sometimes her vagina be a little bit warmer. So Wow. You, you got to leave it in there for 45 seconds. I'm not going to make that, that that proclamation or that statement. Big girls know. They be knowing it be warm as right there. Yeah. They, yeah, they know. <laughs> big girls will wear your ass out. <laughs> You'd be like, damn, I already busted. What the fuck? <laughs> She's like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, Eddie. it's okay. <laughs> Big girls will comfort you when you bust quick. Yeah, people be sitting there chilling, eating honey buns. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
That's terrible. They got a little snack drawer on the side for when y'all finish. Oh, man. That was funny. Little Debbie snacks in there. Yeah, there's like a negative connotation with bigger women. Like, and and the thing is, is like, like, big women is sexy too, but it's like, it's levels. Like, it's like stage one. But like, when you when you talking like when you talking like my six hundred pound life, they gotta knock a wall down to get oh your ass gosh. out. Yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's not happening. I may I may not get an erection on that one. Oh, not at all. I, yeah. Yeah, not at all. But I will say you could probably have sex with anything on her body. A crevice? A crevice, a belly button. Um yeah, for sure. You think you you think you're really doing something and then you pull out some Doritos? You're like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> She got little food pockets. You're like, oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. That's the, that's that's the Nutella. I'm so sorry. I'm like, there's probably a video out there too. Some guy having sex. You with know her. what's fucked up about my 600 pound <clears throat> life is every one of those people have an enabler. They are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck are they in a relationship? They got this dude had a girlfriend that was 600 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And he was making her pancakes, like, but it wasn't normal pancakes. The pancakes was the size of the plate. I feel like one day you just wake up and you're just 600 pounds. And you've created this lifestyle and this routine that it just, it just don't, it don't even dawn on you. Yeah, man. That's disgusting. That's crazy. Was the, was the guy a little bit, a lot smaller? He's a whole lot smaller. Yeah. I think that he was probably just homeless. Ma- <laughs> he was homeless sexual. <laughs> Remember Charlamagne talked about that? Yeah. A person being a, a yeah. homeless sexual? They, just, they sleep with women that have a place to live? Yeah, I think also like he he might there might be some of that that he's doing on purpose just to maybe he he's maybe maybe a girl cheated on him in his past and he was like if my girl is so big that she can't get out of the bed she can't cheat on me <coughs> that's wild yeah I mean I'm not saying that's inaccurate but fuck like you can't even that's crazy and then the like the dude will be giving her like. Bass, and there was also women that had boyfriends that were six hundred pounds. And then when they finally got him to get up and walk, he was like, "Oh, so much pain!" Oh. so he had way, to dog. he had to go back to the bed, lay in the bed. The bed broke and fucking was sunk in. Then he was stuck. They had to put a hole through the whole fucking wall, and they had to use a forklift to get him out. He was like, "Oh man, I'm so embarrassed, man. I'm so fucking embarrassed." I'm like, no shit, motherfucker. Damn. I, don't, I don't know. You can, food is not that good, dog. It's 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 a mental health issue, man. When you eat oh, sure. when, when you eating like that, it's a mental health issue. Yeah. And this dude that was jacking off so bad that he hurt his he fucking almost went in cardiac arrest. This seemed like a mental health problem. Yeah. Cause yeah. you should not be, you literally should not have pain while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yo. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be a pleasurable experience. It's it's literally now, it's not even considered masturbation anymore. It's considered self-care. They just, that's some liberal stuff. Really? Yeah, they just trying to, they just trying to put a, like, a positive connotation on it. Yo, women got so many sex toys, it's wild, yo. Yeah. I'm not a sex toy shamer, you know, um, but damn. I mean, if baby, women be going through dry, dry spells, they need to get their rocks off. I don't even think it's the dry spells. I just think <clears> women <throat> tired of giving the wrong dudes pussy. That's still a dry spell. Yeah, like yeah. if you don't want to give no random dude no dick, like, I mean, no pussy, you just want. Whoa, <clears throat> yo, you don't want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, yo, you just don't want to be spreading your body out there like that. I'm about to treat you like a New York nigga. Hey, yo. <laughs> 
Yeah. What you know what videos make me laugh? And I don't know why they're funny. It's a bunch of usually it's a bunch of New York dudes that do it. Anytime they see a buddy of theirs eating a hot dog, they be like, hey, yo. <laughs> and the doofy's like, well, what's going on, yo? Come on, yo. Come on, yo. It's just, it's just it's the fucking, corny, son. It's a fucking hot dog, yo. It's a corny, son. What fuck you talking about? <laughs> it's a fucking hot dog. Chill out, man. <laughs> Chill out, B. It's I got co- it at the bodega, yo. It's a Coney Island dog. <laughs> Coney Island. <laughs> I wonder if the, those, those hot dogs from uh, Sonics, they're called a Coney. Yeah. I wonder if that's because they're from Coney Island. Probably so. I could imagine. You, and it'd be New York people would just argue over it like, yo, I don't fuck with the hot dogs from Coney Island, yo. I only get my hot dogs from Staten Island, yo. <laughs> <laughs> only from Staten Island on, a, on 156th Street, B. Why are there so many streets in New York? Fuck. New York is dumb because they got streets and avenues. So you could be on like 156th Street and 8th Avenue. And it's just like, <laughs> nigga, What? <laughs> <laughs> Numbers are supposed to go one direction. <laughs> hey, don't go on 198. They about they having a gang war over there. <laughs> oh, you be like, yo, that's wild, don't bro. Make no sense, dog. Yeah, the gang territory or the like, it's just different. How it's different everywhere. Like in mm-hmm. LA, that shit is different. Like you could be in a blood neighborhood and you mm-hmm. go to a grocery store and now you're in a crip neighborhood. Yeah. That shit be too close. Gangs in L.A.s, they just be like, they like neighbors. Yeah, they neighbors. Yeah. You be in a crip neighborhood, and then you just take one step to the left, and like, hey, what you doing here, Holmes? <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm just trying to go to the store. Fuck. It's like, they need like a border patrol in the, um, in the L.A. gang areas. It's where you cross over, you know, distinctively that you in like Arizona or Texas or whatever. <clears throat> yep. We do, hey, I'm sorry, Crips. This is a blood territory. You can't be here. <laughs> sorry about that. Warren is like, one street over, you in a whole different, whole different territory. Imagine they did that to, like the Crips. They'd be like, this is no Crip zone. But then if you make it, if you're driving up the street and I have a sign that says, make a left, no Serenios right here. <laughs> make a left. Yeah. <laughs> they need like, they need like a, a Google gang territory, Google Maps. Oh, yeah. So if you're coming from out of town or something, you know exactly what streets to avoid. Yo, it's all kinds of crips everywhere, bro. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think I think up north, I could be wrong, but it's like legit Asian crips. Yeah. I know um, it's a it's an artist named uh, MB Nell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a he's a crip. Yeah, that should be wild, he's bro. From, uh, but they I think they got a game where it's not just I think they I think they call the Asian boys. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But um it's like a game with Black and Asians in it. Oh dang! I'm like, damn, that's a dangerous- yeah. Up north is different because, like you said, it's a lot. It's a large Asian population up there. So, and ain't no there's gangs in every race. So they just adopting different cultures. It's wild though, yeah. bro. It's like a a crip gang with a bunch of black and Asian dudes. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's crazy. Yeah, and it'd be they'd be sp- more so. Probably more so in L.A. They'll sprinkle in like white, white, uh, white gang members and like these black gangs. Well, white, probably, white crips. There's probably one or two white uh, rolling sixty crips out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, actually, there's a, a documentary about this kid that he grew up in a very. Upper, oh yeah, I seen that. You seen that? The mm-hmm. white kid. He was a crip. That's stupid. Yeah. He was putting in work too. Mm-hmm. But then he got off, and now he's probably in college at Yale. Yeah, or something. he yeah. was in the hood shooting at people and shit. It's a music video that he's in. Um, I forgot because some some uh, some artist from that same neighborhood was like 
kind of had a little viral music video, and he in the background of the video. Wow. Yeah. That it was a while. I think because he was like driving when somebody uh, killed somebody or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I think dude put in some work, though. He seemed like he was really out there. Yeah. Some of the pictures he was in, I was like, this dude is putting in work. He was just lost, man. A lost kid. Yeah, if you see a white boy in an all-black gang, that's the most dangerous motherfucker there. <laughs> yeah. They be like, hey, man, don't mess with Trevor, bro. He don't play games. There's this white dude. Um, he a Hoover. His name is Milk. And he from uh, some Hoover gang out there in uh, wow. L.A. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Black people would just be naming white folks anything. <laughs> like, I remember back when I went to BHS, it was this dude. Like, at, at Bakersfield High School, this is something that is it's literally history. You might, you might be able to Google it. They had a tree at BHS that was called the nigger tree. Yeah. Literally, it's called the nigger tree. I don't know when that started. 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't know. But that is the most... I think that tree's still there. Oh, for sure. They ain't cutting that down. Yeah, it was called the nigger tree. Yeah. And black folks hung out there, and white people, everybody even knew that that was the nigger tree. That's what it was called. I don't want black folks hanging by no trees. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this white dude that used to always be hanging out with all the black folks, and they was like, oh, this is the homie white folks right here. White folks? Didn't even give him a real name. <laughs> like, what is this dude's government name, man? I'm not calling this dude white folks. What the fuck, man? <laughs> That's comedy. That's so wild, bro. Name is White Folks. I need to Google that. Mm-hmm. If anybody that went to Bakersfield High School, they know what I'm talking about. Or if if you knew somebody that went to Bakersfield High, ask them about the nigger tree. And then they had the nigger rock at BC. It wasn't called that, but it basically was that. Yeah. It's Some people, people was calling it the nigger rock. It was the procrastination rock. The procrastination <laughs> rock. The, that that rock was so annoying because you meet like different career paths there. Yeah. Some people selling books. Some people selling crack. Some people wanted. Some people niggas was up there like battle rapping. Yeah. I'm like, why are y'all here? Yeah. Get away from the school. And it was crazy is the gap between when I went to Bakersfield College and you was a decent gap, bro. Yeah. And like <laughs> when you start going there, there was the same shit going on. Yeah. And just B- BC was a huge distraction for me, dude. Like honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I should have been handling all my business there. Like before, I before I dropped out, I was my grades were great. But if you can escape BC culture while still getting good grades, you're gonna be good at any university. Yeah, yeah. Because you could, you could leave there by just skating by, just with a 2.0, and then you'll get to whatever university, and you'll be like, dang, there's so much more structure here. Yeah, I got a dorm, I got an apartment. I'm not with all my friends. Like yeah. BC was like. So much peer pressure to just crazy. hang out. So many girls. Yeah. And the crazy thing about BC, it was like a, it was like the first dating app ever. Because mm-hmm. back when I went to BC, we didn't have smartphones yet. Mm-hmm. The only smartphone that even existed back then was like a PDA. Mm-hmm. It had like Microsoft Windows on it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only, that was the closest thing to it. And then they had like a Blackberry that was basically like a, like a, a Blackberry PDA. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I remember it. Um couple like rappers I think Jay-Z might have had it in one of his music videos yeah so yeah back then there was so many girls but imagine this like if you let's say you just go to BHS like I did I didn't go to college until two years after high school mm-hmm. so I didn't go to I didn't go to college till like late 2005 right mm-hmm. and when you get there you seeing girls from your high school west south Ridgeview Arvin, motherfucking yeah. everywhere, Delano, just girls everywhere. 
it was a culture shock, bro. Yeah. It was a culture shock. It was parties every every was I was partying every single week, bro. It got to the point where I was partying on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sheesh. I was out there, Th- bro. Thursdays we would hit the hookah bar. That was a, that was a spot like whenever we was uh whenever we was in college. So oh. th- Thursday would be a hookah bar. Um Friday Friday might be just a regular like a regular house party and then Saturday yeah. for sure after the football game at a at a football yeah. group group house or whatever. Um that was the that was the wave. Yeah. It's funny like it was a lot of it was a culture shock too cuz there's people that went to schools that like um it's people that went to schools that didn't how do I put this? Like if you went to uh oh, there was dudes that would be from like back east or in the south. Mm-hmm. And they never seen like a lot of non-black people. Yeah. So they'd be like, a girl be like, I'm Mexican. They'd be like, oh, so you white? Like they <laughs> they've never seen so a Mexican like, before. Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people be in certain countries. I'm uh, not countries. But certain cities or states. It's still like segregated looking. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it'd be a black dude that really ain't went to school with no other people than black people. Mm-hmm. And then they come out to Bakersfield and start dating a white girl. Yeah. That shit would be hilarious. They've been trying to get one for the longest. Yeah, and then the girl be like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like, yeah, shorty, like, we go on over there for the vibe gang. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but you're hot. <laughs> this dude is from Louisiana, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mom, here's Darius. He doesn't speak English, but I love him. I was going on there because somebody there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then like, he'd be like, Amber, can we talk to you real quick? <laughs> oh man, I had a couple of homies too. Be like, man, I ain't never dated a Mexican girl, man. What is it like? Yeah, I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, people be wanting dabble in different cultures yeah dude ain't nothing ain't nothing wrong with it man yeah it's college man mm-hmm. that's when the most whole faces go on in, in the united states college yeah for sure you know that down home american girl that you raised she gonna go off to college and have a blast yeah get blasted <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah, uh in your uh yeah because it's different high school is it's like High school is like the uh, the introduction, mm-hmm. but you're so young and still stupid. Like you still getting the immaturity out by your senior year. You're like you damn near a grown man. Yeah, you realize you, you can see it in yourself. Like yeah, your own, over those four years, by the time you hit senior year, you got some facial hair. Yeah, you know you your voice done got a little deeper. Yep. Your acne is cleared up a little yep. bit, and you're like, man, I'm about to go take on the world. Yeah. <clears throat> And then you get to fr- to college, and then you're kind of like a kid again. You basically you get mm-hmm. reduced back to like a kid because there's so many girls, so many parties, so many so much alcohol. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you went to BC, did they still have them free condoms? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. They have yeah, free. I don't know. They have free. Is you know how the financial aid building. Upstairs, it's like stairs that go back. They go downstairs, mm-hmm. and it's like into like that hall right there. Mm-hmm. If you make a left, it was like stu- like a student health facility yeah. or whatever. Uh huh. And they had a bucket of condoms, and you could just pick them. You, you just grab, them. just put your hand, put a bit a bucket of them. Dang. Yeah. Did you ever use them? Yeah, I use them because I mean I was a college student, broke. Dang. Didn't really have no money. I needed some free condoms, man. Dang. Yeah, there was some motherfucking Durax too. 
The Durex. Yeah, man, them are some fucking stimulus package condoms, man. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, them them condoms is like uh, the wooden straws you get in L.A. County. (laughs) 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 Yo, them straws are terrible. Yeah. Every everywhere in LA County, when you put a fucking straw in your soda, if you don't drink that shit up in two minutes, that straw is you're gonna that straw is gonna swell up. Yeah, and it it, it basically is the same material from that you would see in a toilet paper roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same exact shit. <laughs> and it's like, yo, what the fuck am I drinking out of, man? Yeah, that's wild. It's so annoying, that's dude. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I I used to, um, one time I, one time I bought Durex and it was just like a, a proximity thing. Like they just oh, they only had them there. Lifestyles and, and uh, no, no, no lifestyles. Lifestyles is weird. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of lifestyle you living with these condoms? Yeah, I don't even know why they have like brands of condoms. It should just be Trojan, and the rest should yeah. just like stop. But um, the Durex that that was pretty cool. The ones I, I got like a in like the specialized box with like different, you know, they have like, uh, di- not flavors, but like styles, like yeah. hot and cold and all yeah. these different things. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Trojan though. <laughs> no, the fire Dirks, and ice. No, the Durex has them too. Oh, they do too. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. man, imagine if Jordan came out of condom, they he would fucking kill the market. Yeah, it'd be rappers rapping about that shit. I got Jordan on my dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan condoms, that'd be dope. Uh, Wait, who huh? who would what would be an artist that would be able to get that off? Like, yo, I'm going into the because you know, you know how like a, a nigga like Master P is selling top rhyme and stuff right yeah. now. Like, what artist would be like, yo, I got my own condom line? Oh uh, man, that's a good one. I think the ones that could pull it off definitely Tyler the Creator. I would say Usher. But it might be bad. It might be bad promo. No, nah, that's, that's like, bad promo. Because like, nigga, hey, I didn't use these. <laughs> <laughs> OJ Simpson, you can kill the pussy with these condoms. <laughs> Take a stab at it. Oh man, god damn. Oh OJ Simpson, you are so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's wild. <laughs> oh man. We gotta move on, man. The conversation's just going too crazy. Yeah. Me and Keith are one of those people that will just continue to find jokes. Make sure you masturbate safely. That's the I guess that's the theme. Right yeah, there. you gotta when you when you masturbate, it's supposed to be in a loving way. Mm-hmm. So love yourself. Love yourself for sure. Love yourself. Cause mm-hmm. look, look, for a busy person, man or woman, you don't always get the convenience of having uh, a sexual partner all the times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do the dosi do by yourself. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do the hokey pokey. Turn yourself around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Remember that shit. Mm-hmm. Was it swing your? You got to do exactly what they say. Put too. your right foot in. Yeah. Put your right. Yeah. Swing your partner around and around. Put her down. Slap her in the face. Like that. You got to do exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. It minus the violence part, but yeah. you better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, switching gears. Uh, Cam Newton. Uh, recently, Cam Newton made a statement about the type of woman he would like, and a lot of women did not like what he had to say. Uh, but we'll go ahead and let Cam tell you the story himself. You need to have a perfect, a perfect example of what a man was 
in my life by my father. Mm. My parents have been together for 36, 37 years now, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I grew up in a three-parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. And uh, I knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch. Okay, what's the difference? A woman. Okay. A bad bitch is a person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing yeah. this, I'm doing that. I, I, I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad bitches. And I say bitches in a way not to degrade a woman, but just to 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 go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm -hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of, like, I'm a boss bitch, like, I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't know, you don't know when to be quiet. You mm. don't know how to allow a man to lead. Well, what you take from that, that was Cam's definition of what he thinks about women. <clears throat> but he prefaced it like what I would like. I, I think a lot of women got turned off by what he said. Uh, especially based at the end when he said, um, you don't know how to cook or you don't know when to be quiet. I think it's a very nuanced conversation. But here's the thing what I will say. Before I say anything about this subject, I will say that we need to listen to each other. But I will start off by saying men need to listen to women. And here's why. As a man, I've learned a lot from listening to women, actually hearing some of the complaints or some of the, the, the requests they've had of men, and these were bare minimum statements. When you hear a woman say like, oh, no, I can't date no man if this got filthy fingernails or bad hygiene, that's a standard that she wants. That's not asking for a lot. Mm -hmm. When a woman says they want someone that's financially stable, that's not really asking for a lot because as a man, you should want to be that. Mm -hmm. When a woman says they want to feel safe, that's not asking for a lot. You know, you should want to make a woman feel safe, right? <clears throat> and I've learned a lot just by listening. Like you hear, and I respect women's standards even if they don't make sense. I think that some men will respond to them a little salty because they may not fit the bill and women do the same thing. But I also think it's true for women to listen to men. Mm -hmm. And the reason why women need to listen to men, and I said men. I'm not saying these dudes that nonchalantly shit on women and, and call them bitches every five seconds and, and reduce women to feeling like shit. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm saying men, actual men who have good intention. And women need to be able to discern between a good man and a man that's just running his fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. Because I think what's happening is a lot of times women will see this as an attack because they're not willing to receive information from men nowadays. I think that the most toxic people on social media tend to have the biggest platforms and a lot of them are influencing women. I even seen a post recently that said, I'm just giving men the bare minimum from now on. I ain't doing no wifey shit. And I thought to myself, how the fuck do you ever expect to be a wife when you're offering me the bare minimum? 
I think that I should prove to a woman through through actions and deeds that I can be a husband. And I think it's a woman's job to prove to me that she could be a fucking wife. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue, too, is just women don't, women and men don't listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And the internet has made it worse. Because, like I said, the most toxic, dumb people got the loudest voices. What I'll say about Cam Newton is respect his standards. That's what he wants. <clears throat> I've heard women say shit, whether I felt it was unrealistic or realistic, and I say, that's her standards, fuck it. But when a man says something, you need to respect that too. If a man says he wants a woman that keeps herself up, goes to the gym, or he wants a woman that can cook, or he wants a woman that that knows when to be quiet. What I mean by that too is, Coming from a man saying that, women will automatically label that statement misogynistic. But let me give you an example of men needing to know when they need to be quiet. If a woman is in a room with seven or eight of her friends and they're having a woman-to-woman conversation, there's no reason for a man to be putting his input in what they're talking about if it does not include him. You need to know as a man when you need to insert yourself. If you don't, then move on. And I feel like women should do the same thing, knowing when to be quiet. He didn't tell women to be quiet. You need to know when to be quiet. And I think that's important for men and women. Um, it's just so much to, it's so much to unpack, right? Um, <clears throat> geez. Um, I've heard women say shit like uh, they like they want a man that's over six foot tall, right? Knowing that that the population of men over six foot are not very much. Like for me, I think it's, for men over six foot two, it's like six point some percent. It's super low. Mm-hmm. Men over six foot, no, I think it's three point nine percent for men over six foot two. Six foot is like six point some percent. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's not a huge percentage of men that are six foot tall. Mm-hmm. But women, a lot of women say that that's a requirement they have. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's some women that say, "Hey, I want to," you know, they say, "I want a man with a larger penis," right? And there's some dudes that get mad at that, and it's like, dog, you really can't get mad at a woman for wanting somebody with a larger penis because that's what she says she wants, right? That's why the the, 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 the terminology average penis exists because the average motherfucker ain't walking around with a nine-inch cock, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But it doesn't matter. If that's what she wants, cool. You mm-hmm. want a woman that can cook, right? Then you we got to respect each other's standards. Don't get triggered or mad at them. Because that just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the thing that that's going on here is it's just Cam Newton, and Cam Newton is a person that has been like in the news um, in in recent years for you know his outfits and you know his you know he's like his first game back to the Panthers. He scored a couple touchdowns and he's yelling to the crowd, "I'm back." Then the next few games, um, he's, he's just terrible. He's a below average quarterback. Um, so it's it's just been he's kind of uh, he's not necessarily like the media's favorite um, subject yeah. matter when it comes to the mm-hmm. playing quarterback and stuff like that. Um, so all those things said, um, this was just fuel for them. Yeah, you know they did they they just kind of affirmed their beliefs or he he affirmed the beliefs that a lot of people had in right. the media and, and whatnot. Like even so much so that this was on ESPN. Like yeah, I got ridiculous. a notification on my phone that said Cam Newton has said some 
I don't know what the headline was. They, they, like they put words like misogynistic, and it's <clears> like that that really wasn't a misogynistic statement. Yeah. So mind you, I'm getting a notification on my phone. Like I don't, I'm not following the Cam Newton news. Right. I don't even know why you guys are sending me this. And this has nothing to do with sports. Shame on He's you, on ESPN. million dollars worth of game. That has Shame on to do you, with ESPN. And he might not even be in the NFL next year. Right. Um, but it, yeah, it was just one of those things where you know that he said something that you know you guys already felt a certain way about him. Or you already felt a certain way about men and how men view, right? Um, how men view women, and you know this kind of just was confirmation for for a lot of people. Um, but like like <clears throat> like you mentioned, it's it's Cam Newton. Like I think everyone has the right to choose what they want. Yeah. But the only the only problem is is that you know because we are connecting what he said to a man speaking a certain way about women. It's it's taken outside of his desires as to what he wants in a partner, and it's taken as this misogynistic uh, thing. Because I know for a fact there's all kind of women that have diaries that have um, you know maybe uh, notes in their phone that that have a list of fifteen things that they want in a man. Right. Some of those maybe he I want a God fearing man. Mm-hmm. Um I want a man that has a good job. I want a man that, you know, um does this or does that. And some of those may be physical features. I want my man to to be um African American. I want my man to be Hispanic. I want my right. man to be white. Whatever the case may be. These are all things um, that women are that women are doing, and I've and I've spoken to a lot of women that are like putting that out there. Um, but all of a sudden, it's a problem for Cam Newton to say that he wants you know, and he not, he and I think part of this is like a hypothetical thing, right? Um, so even even that that is taken uh, a little bit out of context. But I, I just think like. We have to um, kind of going back to your original conversation about the uh, about the wash uh, the laundromat. Right. Um, you will never be able to be like a whole being if you are allowing these conversations to trigger you. Yeah, that's um, true. It's a lot of people that are just waiting to be mad. Yes. And that's part of the reason, as I was saying earlier, like I've removed, you know, removed myself from from Twitter is because um, I like the platform because, you know, you see news on there and, you know, you get to interact with people and stuff like that. But once I realized like I was too getting too frustrated by people's opinion, then I had to remove myself and reassess how I approach the app. But what I see a lot of people doing in these kind of conversations, it'd be different if Cam Newton came out and was calling women out of their name, yeah. degrading, saying all women are this, all women are that. That's but all he's doing is saying this is what I desire out of a woman. And my example of a great woman, a great couple was my parents' relationship. Right. Um, but it's 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 this thing like we it it's 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 good and bad, like this this new era of people, right? Like Women are um, women are more, I guess now, like a little bit more economically stable. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of women are out there; they're owning their own businesses, and a lot of women are making more money than men, and, and all these things. And you know, they're kind of coming into themselves, right? But there's like this these traditional values that they're just trying to push back on so hard, yeah, so much so to where like certain lingo we can't even use no more. Um, 
and they they they're and those those things are cool but it's like we can't excuse me we can't even have like conversations about what we desire because it's triggering a woman in a way where you know they think we're taking them back 30 40 years of of progress that they've made as a as feminists and stuff like that but at the end of the day man women can say the same exact thing it's a lot of women they go in the breakfast club Angela Yee asks this question all the time they be like would you would you date down now like would you date a man that you made more money than and most of the time those women I get on there be different comedians and social media figures and stuff like that they'd be like I tried it and it didn't work he was insecure I worked too much and he was always trying to spend time with me and all these so women could say that yeah but when Cam Newton say he just want a you know woman to to cater to him and stuff like that then it's a problem yeah women are very blunt about what they don't like about men mm-hmm. and they're very blunt about it and that's fine I still think men should listen to them when they say these things even if you disagree with it it just gives you more depth to see mm-hmm. what women don't like. Yeah. And like I said, it's important for us to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'll say is this. I think that as men, we consider women's feelings. I said men. It's some men that don't give a fuck and be like, I don't care about these hoes. I say what I want. I'm talking about actual men that care about women. We tend to give women a softer message. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women have been used to, I don't like the way he said that. That's the complaint. I don't like the way he said it. I don't like the way he said it. it yeah. And it's a privilege built in because with women, we can't talk to you like we talk to our homeboys. If one of our homeboys engaged, gained 70 pounds and we'd be like, hey, man, you need to drop some fucking weight, dude. You, you're a little too heavy. You know, I love you, bro, but you got you to gotta drop that weight. Mm-hmm. You cannot talk to a woman that way. <clears throat> and women will say that's not true, but. They know in their heart of hearts that they do not receive messages the same way that men do. Mm-hmm. The same way men even crack jokes on each other. Women cannot handle that. Mm-hmm. So they've been used to receiving a softer message. We actually have to think when we tell them things. We have to find a way to frame things for women so they can get it. And even then they may still be triggered because we got to women. We, we're worried about women being insecure about their body, women being insecure about whatever it is. And if we, even if we say it, we'll come off as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've heard women say bl- blunt, like be very blunt, like I can't have no little dick. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't have no broke ass man. I can't do that. I've Women are very blunt when it comes to men. Mm-hmm. But there are also times where women will try to, um, how do you say it? Women also will cover up for a man's ego too, because that's also true. Mm-hmm. Like if a dude, if a dude ain't great in bed, there are a lot of women that will fake moan. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women that will have fake orgasms just because they don't want to be offensive to their partner. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, a lot of women have fake moans during yeah. sex. Yeah. So in ways they try to protect the man's ego, but they also do not give a fuck. Yeah, they will say what's on their mind. That's not protecting though. Like what? that's just lying. What oh the fake moaning? Yeah. But I think I think that women also understand how much of an ego men have. <clears throat> and they don't wanna make the dude feel bad. I don't I don't I don't think that's it. You I think, think they're it? probably just afraid of confrontation. Mm. So they're just like passing along and the the thing that 
happens a lot. Like, I would imagine that happens, and then they'll go tell their friend, like, girl, you won't believe this man is just terrible and bad. Mm. Like, you know, they're, they're probably having that conversation just For not real? with that man. Mm. And, and it's like, you know, that I don't like that energy. You shouldn't, like, if you if you have some issue in the room, I think you should address it as such. Because some, some, the problem is some people may be, like, hurt. Like, dang, I thought I was putting it down. Yeah. But it, it may be some other guys that's like, dang, like, maybe let me go find a book. Let me go do some research. Let yeah. me go, you know, figure you it out. You don't know what type of sex women are having out here. Women be freaks, bro. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, look, I just need you to take, look, I need you to take this, this, uh, uh, this chainsaw. He's like, what the fuck you doing? I'm like, oh my God. I need you to put this gag over my mouth. He'd be like, yo, like, I can't. This is low key abuse. Are you a masochist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's a reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that. There's some what of a convenience that men have to package things up a certain way to women and tell them mm-hmm. rather than just say, like, you fat, you need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You can't tell women that. Yeah. You just simply cannot talk to them like that. People say, well, you should be respectful to everyone. We all know as men that men that play grab ass, they, they could even be like respectful, but they'll still tell you in a very blunt way. Mm-hmm. I pull a dude, I used to work with this dude, and he was very obese. Mm-hmm. I pulled him to the side. I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm a little worried about you. I just want to let you know that I got your back. Like, if you needed any tips on dieting or whatever, I, I got your back. But I'm mm-hmm. just a little worried about you. Mm-hmm. I told him respectfully. And he said, man, I appreciate you, Ed. You know, I appreciate you pulling me to the side like that. Mm-hmm. I said, no problem, man. You got my number. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. But if you imagine if you told a woman that. Yeah. That would ruin her fucking day. Yeah, she probably would eat more. (laughs) (laughs) It better not be no filet of fish Friday. (laughs) Filet of fish Friday, it's over with. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. I think I think the one of the the biggest issues in in this situation is like we just don't listen. Yeah, Um, and a lot of times we're listening from our own understanding, and just like the situation in the laundromat. you're trying to explain to her like, hey, you should not talk to people like this because they're I'm a sane person, but there are some people that yeah. are crazy out there. And she's like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Right. But it's just like this happens across the board. Yeah. So when Cam Newton is talking, all women are hearing is like, um, I should dominate a relationship. Yeah. Women should cater to me. They should, you know, have the house kept so um, neat and tight when I get home. I need a meal. I need to be fed. I need to be fed with a palm tree, uh, palm tree leaf. And all. this is what they're hearing what as they're he's hearing talking. It's wild. But he's just saying, like, what he likes. literally what he's saying. And um, the thing that I appreciate about Cam Newton is he, he doesn't shy away from these conversations. No. Like, I'm sure if, you know, if a, uh, I don't know what his schedule is like now, I'm sure he's training and stuff, but. I'm sure if there was a uh, a woman or a podcast uh, with women that wanted to invite him on, I'm sure he would engage in a conversation. And you would be able to get more of an understanding. Um, I just think, like, we got to start taking people's words for what they are. Yeah. And stop trying to add our own meaning to, to yeah. all these things. And I've, I've seen some women talk about Cam, and then they attacked his relationship. Well, if he was with her, then why didn't y'all get married? And mm-hmm. why didn't it work out? It's like, stop it. Don't do that. 
Yeah. Don't pry into this man's personal life to make yeah. him less relevant. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just you. Do. That's the that's part of the reason why I'm not on Twitter too. Yeah. Because you could be like you could say some very specific. Say like say I didn't necessarily agree with Cam Newton, um, <clears throat> or say I did agree with Cam Newton. I'd be like you know Cam Newton. I think he you know he he made some valid points in this statement. That's just my thing that I wrote on Twitter or something like that. And then people would do a deep dive. That's why your podcast is only doing this amount oh of numbers. Oh, my God. Uh, you, re- you irrelevant. You ain't doing nothing right. out here. That's why you broke all these different things. It's like, yo, why, what does my personal life have to do with this, right. su- this subject matter? And the fact that you tried to do a deep dive and you were inaccurate shows how much you're not doing with your life. So you're telling on yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to research your background. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it's bad. Let me tell you something about the catering thing, too. What, there's a lot of women that live with this delusion saying, like, I'm not catering to no man. This ain't 1925. Anytime a woman really loves a man and a good man, they will cater to him naturally. But let me be clear when I say this. As a man, I will cater to a woman. For example, if I take your car and I change the tires or I, do, or I rotate the tires, I bring all your fluids up, I, I top off your tank with gas, I detail your car, I wash your car. I bring it to you. I just cater to you. Mm-hmm. So I I don't have an exact expectation of what women are supposed to do for me. But if a woman didn't do shit, she would be gone. Mm-hmm. If all of my effort and my catering to my girlfriend or wife was not reciprocated in any way, shape, or form, you're done. Women need to stop being so impacted by these toxic platforms that tell them to do the bare minimum or do nothing. If you really love somebody, you will do something for them. There's nothing wrong with doing something for a man. I know women who wake up every morning and make their man's breakfast. Not because the man is telling them to do it. It's because they like doing it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know, I know, I know uh, it was a dude I used to work with. His wife made him lunch every day. And I would hear him complain here and there. Oh, she forgot the pickles. Fuck. And I'm thinking like, motherfucker, you should be appreciative you got a wife that's getting up for you making you your fucking food every day that's what i'm thinking as a single man at like 31 years old at that time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but the fact that your wife is catering to you is respect homie yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so there is nothing wrong with women catering to a man and there's nothing wrong with a man catering to like do we live in a time where women and men really fucking hate each other where they really, like. where they really, they've allowed TikTok and they've allowed all these apps to influence how they deal with us. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I want a woman one day that I would be glad to cater to. But here's the problem: you get with a woman, and she's if she's too influenced by, you know, social media and all these podcasts and platforms, that she's like, you know what? All I need to do is exist. Because I, the last time I gave my effort, it went unnoticed. I don't give a fuck about what you did with, with James or whoever your ex was. I'm a real decent man. Mm-hmm. If you don't do nothing for me, your ass got to go. Mm-hmm. You, you, are, you are not going to occupy any space in my life if you're not doing shit for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ain't doing nothing but existing, you got to fucking go. Because mm-hmm. I can't even rely on you. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, bro. You got to think. People... People, you have to think about where Cam Newton is speaking from. Right? Yeah, he's speaking from the perspective of a <clears throat> professional athlete. Yeah, so he's probably waking up at who knows six a.m. He's probably working out for a good three hours. He may hit the gym. 
Um, he may do some cardio, and then he may throw the ball around. Um, and, you know, he might come home, play with the kids for a little bit, and then he probably has, you know, if it's not in season, he may be hitting some two-a-days. He, at night, he may hit the weights again or something like that. Right. Or if he's practicing, he has a maybe a three-, four-hour uh, practice, and then he's probably coming home. He's studying for film. He's studying film for like two two hours or something like he's that. He's preoccupied. He might get a massage or something like, like his day is like filled up. So he's speaking from a the perspective of a person that doesn't um, doesn't have the desire to set aside two and a half hours, three hours to cook a decent meal. So in terms of his relationship, one he's uh, he's working very hard. Also, he's bringing home he's bringing home a lot of money. Right, right. You know what I mean. Um, and he's just a, a an extremely busy person, and he's gonna handle a lot of um, he's gonna handle his 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 side right. of the work, and he's probably gonna do things for for his partner and stuff like that. But it's like we gotta stop thinking about it as like um, roles or yeah. We got to stop thinking about it as you're lesser than your husband because you have um, a certain set of things that you, you know, that that you have to do to in order for the house to to run smoothly. Yeah. And just think of it as like as teamwork. Like you guys are right. like, you know, co-stars in a sense. Like, OK, Cam Newton, I see you working out this this many hours. The best or the least that I can do is, you know, make sure he got a, uh, you know, a hot meal when he come home or make sure, yeah. you know, when he getting ready to take off, I may make him a smoothie or something in the morning. And even in, in vice versa, if you if you're a guy and your and your uh, and your woman is, you know, she works really hard. She's right. a lawyer or something like that. If right. you got to run to Starbucks and get her a coffee or, you know, do little things around Simple the shit. house. Yeah, clean up, wash dishes or whatever the case may be. Or maybe even if she cook, you bust the dishes down after she cooked just because like that's kind of the the partnership that yeah. really makes a house run smoothly. But we're just so like infatuated with like pushing back against this idea of it's like crazy. the nineteen fifties woman that just stays the home, the house, the typical housewife and stuff like that. Yeah, that we're tr- that you know a lot of these women now are like almost making their themselves undesirable in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I, hearing very extremely liberal terms like alpha woman. Well, I'm an alpha woman, and if these guys can't handle it, and it's like stop this shit, stop it. I don't come into any situation where I'm an alpha man. And if a woman don't, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. That's just, now. Nah. My thing is, I'm a loving man. Mm-hmm. And I will exercise my love through things and actions. Actions and deeds. If you got a woman that's a decent woman that's been catering to you and helping you out and things of that nature, and she wants to start a business, and she's a little short, here's 10 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, here's 10 grand in supplies. Mm-hmm. Things like that are important, but it's a lot of people. And I think that what happens is, and this is, this is my only knock on women. When women have a scrutiny of men, they use the men that they've experienced. Right. Mm-hmm. And they use those men as the metric for every man. Don't you realize, I don't care if you 30, every motherfucker you could have dated could have been trash. Do not use those men as the metric for what's out here. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, and then and then try to justify it because you you can be in that conversation like 
that's just my perspective on men. I think all men are cheaters. I think all men are this. And you're like, yo, I ain't never cheated on. I ain't never cheated in my life. life. You know? And it's just like you like you can't. You got to go in. But that's the issue with, like, women being relationships for the duration of their life. Like, because they, they're not even, like, healing from their past relationship. No. And then they're just getting in a new one. And then that's when that type of conversation comes about. Yeah. Because if you spent, like, Six, seven, eight months out of your, uh, out of your, not saying like in between relationships. I mean, that's the time where you really dolo. Like that's the time where you really working on yourself. You don't even have that perception of the person you're, uh, like the, the type of person you want to be in a relationship. Cause it's like that seven, eight months is like spent just being one with yourself. And you're not even yeah. like bringing that energy into a, into a relationship. I'm going to keep it real. And this is just advice from a guy. You could take it or leave it. But being as I'm open to advice from women, here's advice from me. I think women need to unplug here in a, every once in a while. I'm talking about when they break up with a dude, they need to get off social media and get off day naps. Figure out. <laughs> Yeah. Figure out who the fuck you are, because what's happening is you break up with a dude. He probably has some toxic traits or whatever the case. And what happens is because a lot of women don't gravitate. I don't even want to say women. A lot of people gravitate to what they like, not what's best for them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of men be like, man, these girls ain't shit. I'm like, bro, you took three months. You stayed on day naps and you met the same woman that you had the last time. Mm-hmm. It's because you went after what you like, not what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Right? So if a girl, if you notice, women are dating doppelgangers of the last dude they dated. Yeah. So you mean to tell me it's a coincidence that the last five niggas you dated have been over six foot and they've been light skinned? Ah, uh, yeah. You think somebody's stupid? We can see straight through it. Mm-hmm. You go after what you like, not what's best for you, and then you turn around and use that shit as a metric for all men. You need to grow up. Yeah, I'm not light-skinned. Yeah, right? Get you a chocolate, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but more yeah. important, like, like, you need to grow up. And I'm not just talking to women now. So before you label me misogynistic, I just gave a universal uh, uh, scrutiny of both sexes. But you need to grow up and take that time to figure out who the fuck you are. If you don't figure out why you keep choosing these motherfuckers, you will choose these. I know women in their late 30s that's still out there choosing bad boys. Mm-hmm. You and your, It's women in their 40s that's chasing the same dude they was chasing since 19 years old. <laughs> you got, and what's crazy, the only thing these dudes can give you is another kid. That's it. No marriage, no nothing. It's a bunch of women out here that got kids by the bad dude and complain about all these, it's because you went after what you liked. Yeah. You went after what you liked, not what was best for you. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing that shit. Mm-hmm. It's dudes that got seven baby mamas and they're like, man, these girls ain't no good. Like, bro, every one of your baby mamas got a fat ass. You think that that's a coincidence? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you think it's a coincidence that every single one of your baby mamas got a fat ass and they all Hispanic. Fat asses is cool. They is. But it. what I'm saying is, is you basically have been dating doppelgangers of each woman, yeah. yet you want to have, have an opinion about every woman that exists. Mm-hmm. You just got to disconnect, homie. Like, you got, a real, you got a real problem that you need to fix within yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. I think the best thing that I did, I think Keith can attest to it too, is when I got off, I got off day naps like three years ago. Yeah. And it was the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you're not going to get as much action as you, as you was getting before for sure. But I'd rather not because mm-hmm. I'm too old to be on a date nap swiping through women's faces. Yeah. And only choosing women based on how fat they ass is. Mm-hmm. That's immaturity, homie. Mm-hmm. You know, and women that's on these day naps, they doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Is he six foot? Is he light skinned? The same dudes. Oh, she Hispanic. She got a fat ass. <laughs> this is what we do. The yeah. immaturity that exists within us is causing a rippling effect. I don't even know how people pick partners these days. Like, what is the. Like, I just said it. Child, it's, just a, it's just attraction. It's childlike metrics. We mm-hmm. talked about this a while, a while back. Mm-hmm. The same way they chose women in high school is the same way they choosing women as a grown man. The same thing with girls. Yeah. It's like the dating scene is one big motherfucking high school. Yeah. Women will complain about a dude that wasn't, he was toxic, he was this and that. And then you see the dude they dating and you'd be like, it's none of my business. I don't give a fuck, but I'm like, okay. You date another dude with tattoos on his face, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, you would think like that's that's why um I guess in terms of this conversation I would give Sierra a little bit more respect. 100%. Cuz she realized that whatever she was doing before wasn't working. Facts. And she didn't date future number 2. She got with Russell Wilson. Yeah. I I and we talked about this. There's nothing wrong with a woman finding actually choosing peace over dysfunction. Mhm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, I just think that some men got a little bit salt like was probably a little salty because they probably know of you know women selectively choosing good men last. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the gripe for men. But mm-hmm. truth be told, there's nothing wrong with a woman growing up and saying, "Yo, like I want better." Yeah, I think all women choose good men last, right? Uh, possibly, because I mean, if you say you date whoever you dated, it just didn't work out, yeah, and then you end up dating like you know whoever you end up, you know, having a real relationship with or marrying. Yeah. 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 I think it just looks different sometimes. It might be an athlete. It might be a rapper. It yeah. might be, you know. If you look at the dating history of some women, bro, it's wild, bro. It go from like a gangbanger and then they, they dated a crip. Now they dating the blood. Yeah. <clears throat> and then now they dating the dude that like he did a little bit of prison time, but now he got a, you know, he a mechanic now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody said, um, I forget it was a podcast or something and they were talking about the moment that changed his life as a father I think he said I've seen it I already know what you're talking about yeah I, I could I could elaborate he basically yeah. he was a crip he was a crip and his daughter was born and he went up through an elevator and when he got off a dude was a blood he had his uh no no the dude, dude was, was a, a crip, crip too he was he a said blood. He was all he was all blue. out. He was there. a blood. The dude was a crip. Mm-hmm. And the dude basically stopped him like, oh, you having a boy or a girl? He said, a girl. And he basically told the dude, he said, man, he's like, basically, like, she going to be, she's going to find a man that's just like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and at that moment, he felt that great amount of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that was a deep story. Yeah. And then it was, well, the funny ass part about it at the end, the dude was like, that's why I've always liked crips better. 
That yeah, the white dude said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's coming back to me now. That was a, that was a great joke. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but see that that's something people don't talk about either. Mm-hmm. You, believe it or not, bro, you should only be dating women who are a great example of what. Like if let's say for example, I have a daughter, right? I should be choosing a woman who is a good role model for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. As a man, you need to be the example to your daughter of what a man is. You are the first man she will ever really see in her life. Yeah. So if you cheating on her mom and shit and and running out chasing pussy, even if you a good dad, your daughter going to be thinking like, even my dad couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Mm -hmm. So her view of men is going to be very skewed. Yeah. She's not going to think that a man could even be faithful Mm -hmm. because she hasn't seen it in her own home. Mm -hmm. But if you are a good provider, you're a decent man, you're respectful. You listen, you cater to your wife, you do things for your family. Any man that go hard for his family will automatically get respect from his wife and everybody around. If he don't, then she's going to have to go. But at the end of the day, if you go hard for your family, your daughter is less likely to date a motherfucker that ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You just got to you got to be that example. Same for mm-hmm. women. <clears throat> for women for women you got to be the example of a woman that you want your son to date. Mm-hmm. If you running around here all fucked up and confused and being dumb, you would Fast. not. Yeah, you would not want your son dating a person like you, man. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but it's true. Yeah, a lot of y'all is fucked up examples, and mm-hmm. this is just men and women in general. Mm-hmm. And they really and the same people got the nerve to complain. Mm-hmm. And you know, I live with the reality that I'm still working on myself. I don't claim to be a finished product. Mm-hmm. And I've said on here before, not out of, out of a sense of insecurity, but I may not be man enough for the woman that I want. So the work I do on myself is not for a woman. It's for me. But it will benefit the woman that I mean to have in my life in the future. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't do shit for women. I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. But I know that the shit I do for me, women respect that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually listen to women, too. Yeah, I think that I think all anybody wants out of a relationship is somebody like not even that's perfect, but that's just willing to put the work in. Right. You know, whether you you need to um, lose some weight, if that's the, the thing that you feel like you need to do or just become a healthier person overall, whether that's working on your, your sleeping patterns or, you know, working on your mental health as far as like s- social media attention and all these different things. Right. I think that's the. At least for me, that's all that I that I would ask for is like, you know, I don't want to finish necessarily a finished product. I just want somebody that's like a work in progress, like forever striving to be the best version of themselves. But for sure, like that, that example of, of a man and a father and a mother, that's that's your first example of a, you know, a functioning uh, relationship, you know, and yeah. you want to, uh, you know, oftentimes like there's an inherent comparison there. Um, you know, maybe your mom loved you a certain way. Your mom cooked a certain way. Your mom, you know, uh, she might have, you know, um, not like conflict, but I guess for lack of a better term, she told, if she's telling you you doing something wrong, she might be a little bit more stern on you. And in terms of your romantic relationship, you might take heed to that sort of conversation a little bit better than a, than a more passive aggressive way. So it's just like, we, we take on these things and, you know, we spend a lot of time with our, with our parents and, you know, you kind of take that into the world and you, 
mold your relationships around it. And mm-hmm. sometimes it takes correcting yes. in terms of your relationships because you may be carrying something that's yes. not necessarily conducive to, you know, really keeping a relationship together. But yeah. um, the genesis of that or like the, the foundation of that is going to be like a solid parent. Yeah, and it's it's very nuanced too because you could be carrying shit that your own parents never dealt with and you inherited it. Mm-hmm. And now you have to be the generational curse breaker of that thing so it doesn't manifest itself in your relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. certain fears and things that your parents, they don't face, and then we literally in, we um, inherit those fears mm-hmm. or those inadequacies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, like, I know of situations where, like, people um, – like parents can argue, it could be both ways, right? right? You can see your parents arguing so much that you like, like I do not want that in my relationship, Facts. not at all. Or it could be the opposite to where like you almost like normalize arguing. Like this is like, <coughs> you know, arguing is part of a relationship. No, like, hell it brings no. us closer together, all this kind of stuff. No, it's some women that believe that arguments are, are healthy. And it's like, first of all, you're not going to get me yelling and screaming. Yeah, I don't want to do that because that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm yelling and screaming at you, then I'm then what I'm doing is I'm causing you to go up a level, and now we both saying things that we really don't mean or trying to hurt somebody. We're not going to do that. And then it starts to get outside of the argument. And yeah. You start throwing blows. <laughs> you gotta, not literally. I mean, like you know, like li- shots, your verbals. Yeah. You got to shut it down as a man, though. When when you can see a situation escalating, it you got to be a good leader and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. look." Um, Let's 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 convene at a later time and let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be screaming at you in this car. I'm not about yeah. to be in public with you arguing. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a problem, you know, I can just take you back home and we'll talk later. Like yeah. you, if you respect somebody, you respect a woman like that, and you and you know that if y'all keep talking, you gonna unload on her motherfucking ass, <laughs> get pissed off, yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather much. You need to go sit down somewhere, or we can, and we could be cordial and respectful. If you need a moment to breathe and 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 articulate what's going on, yeah. <clears throat> One thing women are bad at is when they mad, they just start saying any fucking thing, shit that don't make no sense. Yeah, and you just be like, what? Mm-hmm. What does Arby's have to do with this conversation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll end this conversation with this. There was a, a homie of mine back in the day, and uh, and his girlfriend in college, um, she was a really, 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 really cool person. And you could tell she had, like, like she was going to be a wife. Like, you could, I don't know why you can tell, but it's just some women, it's just, it just bleeds out of them. Just a maturity. Just a maturity, and it's yeah. just like, you just know they're very loving and very nice and very warm. Yeah. Very you, respectful, you know. You could look at some women and be like, dang, she'll be a good mom one day. Hell yeah, and mm-hmm. and and the thing about it is, that's how she was even back then. Mm-hmm. And she loved my homie and shit. He loved her, but they would have little little you know little arguments here and there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but one of her gripes that she had is because she you know she was in college and getting her degree, and she she wanted to you know level up with him, you know whether it be a house or whatever. And being young, he wasn't very ambitious. And these conversations became more common where she wanted him to do more and he just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she left him for having a lack of ambition. And I'm going to say this. I don't blame her. And I know it's, it might sound fucked up, but 
if a woman loves you and is doing everything to keep you and you don't want to do better for somebody you supposedly love, that's a problem. What what was she, what was her um did she end up getting a degree or anything? She did. Mm-hmm. She got a good job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and it's, it wasn't like a, a like basically being judgmental. Like it was going on for a minute before she decided to leave and now she married and shit. Yeah. Kids and everything. And the crazy part about it is like I had a conversation with him probably like 4 years after they broke up and he was telling me how he still loved her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like in my mind I'm like man you fucked up. Yeah. I'm not going to tell him that, but I'm like, bro, you you fucked up cuz like, bro, she was a good woman, bro. Like I yeah. think when when people are young cuz I know it ain't just men that fumble the bag when they got a good woman. It's a lot of women that fuck up. Yeah. Really good men. Yeah. That have a dude that that want to really marry them low key and they're like, I'm just not ready for it right now. I'm just like my my life, I need to focus on me and then they go out for multiple years, date the wrong motherfuckers and wish they had that dude from back in college. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Was uh what does that guy do now? Is he nothing? He got, dang, still? Still not doing much with his life. God dang. Yeah. Great guy though, man. Good person. Just, just, just not nope. don't got the ambition. Don't got the ambition. Yeah. That's unfortunate, man. Cause you know, <coughs> it's that that's the and we talked about this before, but like you on in your lifetime, especially like depending on your lifestyle right. you know like if you if you just uh say you live in bakersfield and you just work a job like where are you going to meet a decent person mm. like it's 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 treacherous waters out here in bakersfield oh yeah um so yeah once you get those ones you just gotta you gotta hold on to them because it's 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 it's, uh, it's ugly out here yeah but uh, go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead i was going to say that there are really good women out here in the world the issue is they're already taken yeah they're already taken i I remember one time um and this is a little bit of her fault i had a conversation with this girl in the gym i don't know why i remember this shit like it was yesterday i seen her a few times but she always worked out alone and uh she was pretty cute she like she was biracial like she was probably half black half mexican or something mm-hmm. like that and we was just talking one day and we we was right dead working out, like working out kind of hard. And then the conversation sparked up and we was literally like in place talking and we was talking to the gym clothes. Mm-hmm. And then I walked her out and was talking again in the parking lot for like another 10 minutes. And then before we like stopped talking, she was like, yeah, you know, and my boyfriend, I'm just like, oh, my God, because yeah. like just her energy, like her energy, her humor, mm-hmm. um, just everything about this girl was just really warm, right? Mm-hmm. And then when she said, oh, yeah, my boyfriend, I was just like, oh, Lord. She probably, re- I want to say, she I mean, she seems to be an honest person, but yeah. probably like just fell into a great conversation. And she yeah. was like, dang, I got a boyfriend. I need to really tell this guy. Yeah, but I, I think that in that moment, she realized she was kind of wrong for that because we were having a conversation, and my thing is I don't have expectations from what I'm getting from women. However, if you're a grown man and she's obviously sexually attractive, and I, I caught a couple of times I caught her gazing at me a little bit at the gym, and I'm like, you know, when you finally have that conversation, because I don't like to um, solicit, you know, um, or try to hook up 
with women in the gym. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym to work on myself, not to mm-hmm. you know hit on women. Mm-hmm. So when I do have a conversation, it's usually constructive. It's not me being flirty or no shit like that. Yeah. But in that moment, I wasn't even being flirty. We were just having good conversation. She was touching me and stuff. And I was just like, yo, I'm about to get with this chick. Mm-hmm. And she said that. I was just like, oh, Lord. You probably cut the conversation short after that. A- after that, I respectfully departed from the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I-, I think it's just some people. And she almost didn't seem... Um, she almost didn't seem like like happy to say that she had a boyfriend. Yeah. Cause it's probably not the greatest relationship. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's one of those it's like when you a single dude and you actually do want a good woman, you get pump faked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes too, in those little conversations, you can notice something in somebody that is lacking in your relationship. Ouch. So say like you you got your boyfriend or whatever, but he may not be the most intellectual person. Mm. And then you meet somebody at the gym, y'all talking about spirituality and like weightlifting techniques and right. all these different things. And you're like, man, this is like, she I'm all interested these angles. in Yeah, I'm interested in these subject matters, but my boyfriend, I love him, but we don't even talk about stuff like this. Oh. All he knows is football. Oh, and, man. Yeah, but. It's crazy. I think some, women could be so awkward sometimes, dude. Especially yeah. when they're like attracted to you. Like they, they just don't even know what it looks like to like articulate that they that they like a guy. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. in this time where women are like, they're like, "Oh, I'm an alpha female, but you can't even go approach a dude." Yeah, the fuck, are you talking about? That was this girl. We were at this music video <laughs> um, on Saturday, and. Uh, this girl, you could tell, like, she she was just looking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, either me and my, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say who else she was looking at. But me and my friend. And um, it came a point where we was just sitting at the table, like, just uh, just talking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just sitting on her phones, whatever, having conversation. And uh, she made it a point to, like, get up. And um, she, I don't know if she was taking... She looked like she was taking a picture of like the pl- the the house that we were shooting at, uh-huh. and I was just like, I was like, "Are you good?" And she was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Oh, I'm just over here. Don't mind me. I'm just taking pictures." I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." She was like, "Yeah, I just like taking, you know, I just like taking pictures of of, of different things." And I was like, "Oh, okay." But she just kind of like stayed there, and then we got we like me and my friend were talking to her a little bit more, and we just you know we you gotta it. you gotta be a shooter sometimes, like you. Like when women don't have anything to say, mm-hmm. you just be like, "Hey, I like your necklace. Where'd you get that from?" Mm-hmm. Or you, you have to like find something in that empty space. Yeah, and, and then they, they, that's when they start talking. Women gonna go like twenty percent, and then you gotta go the rest. You gotta go eighty <laughs> percent. And not that I was even trying to get at that girl, but right. it was just like funny that how awkward a, a woman could be when she's like she finds you attractive. What, what's crazy? I've had some wild conversations with girls, bro. Like the conversation will be very timid at first. Like, yeah, I'm not really. I don't really know a lot of people out here. And by the end of the conversation, like, yeah, I love giving head. You like what, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, you twenty five minutes. <laughs> no, you twenty five minutes. God damn. Yeah, that's for sure. <clears throat> this Walmart greeter the other day just made me feel really warm, like mm-hmm. she was my grandma or some shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just some people make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. She's like, "How's your day going?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Great." And I yeah. gave her my receipt. She's like, 
so Easter, got plans or what are you going to be doing? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not sure right now. I'm kind of under the weather. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're under the weather. Are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this is like, how's your penis? I was like, oh, <laughs> penis is fine, man. Gosh, dang. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people do have that 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 power. Like, I, I like um, like elderly black women, like uh-huh. 60 like 60 plus years old they the just make me, ladies yeah they just make me feel so like loved you know what i mean just just a warm interaction always Bro, that happened to me quite a few times when i was uh, delivering the station to be like mm-hmm. an older black woman and she'd get out the car and i'd be delivering fuel to mm-hmm. like fast strips be like yeah she's like there you go go ahead black man <laughs> and i'd be like thank you ma'am have a good yeah. day yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. might as well gave me cookies the way she made me feel. Man, this lady, her name was uh, uh, April, I think. And I don't know if her name was April. But she has this company called April's Life in a Bottle. And she sells like these juices. Like she presses up juices name is and April? Stuff. Did you march up to her? Okay. <laughs> Eddie's sick, guys. Just let that slide. <laughs> but, but she... Uh, but she was doing an interview with Zylo, and um, she just had, like, really good energy. Like, you right. know, always smiling, and you just seem to, like, really be, seem to, like, you know, people that are just good listeners, they just kind of look you in your eye and is right. really engaged. Really engaged yeah, yeah. She, she was one of those kind of people. And I was like, damn, this is like a, I just want to give her a hug. Oh. She's like, I just want to rub your body. So. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. These, young, these older women ain't afraid of young dudes no more. Oh, man. Yeah, it still these, work too. These women is let they letting you know they're like you know what I might be sixty eight, but I could give you a sixty nine. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, switching gears. Uh, where are we at, man? Uh, one forty one. Okay, you want to go ahead and wrap it up with this last one? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, which you want to? Mm. What mm. you got? I got the. The social economic based trauma, and I got the baby. So which one do you want to go with? The baby. All right, we can revisit that other one later. Mm-hmm. Okay, recently, the baby just got in trouble for trying to forcibly kiss a woman. I think it was, I believe, it was after a concert, and the video shows him grabbing, trying to grab her head and bring her in for a kiss. And she pulled away from the dude, and now they are uh, working on a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend put up a TikTok stating, like, it's not right what he was doing. But you know what? I think what we need to do instead of just look like giving the baby all the attention, let's shout this shout this young queen out for, you know, being a, you know, being standing, standing up for her man, you know? Yeah, you for know, sure. Not yeah. allowing some not allowing some drunk rapper to kiss on her. You yeah. Know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the type of woman you want, a woman that will be, you know, still be appropriate whether they are in your face or not around you, they still gonna maintain the same integrity. Yeah, I think one thing too about that situation, and I understand the 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 I guess the social pressure that happens a lot of times with like interactions between between men and women. Um, and I want to applaud her too for like mm-hmm. um, I don't and I don't want this to sound like I'm disrespecting anybody, but like she had a backbone in that situation. Yes, right? she did. Because um, a lot of times, and no, no fault to these women, a lot of times women will go through with the situation, like yes. the Aziz Ansari and like an, other interactions that happen, and then afterwards they will come 
to Twitter or they'll come to social media and say such and such happened. But um, I think she showed a lot of a lot of character and a lot of strength to, you know, push away from that situation in real time um, to where she wouldn't have to come to Twitter afterwards and say, the baby kissed me without my consent and all right. this kind of stuff. She yeah, did. she did it in real time. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to her. Yeah. So that's that's one story. <clears throat> like the baby is just proving he's just not a decent human being, man. He's, he's he keeps doing shit. He hit a woman. He shot a person. He punched a person. He beat somebody up in the mall. Like this guy's just a terrible. Human. Then he beat somebody up, or he jumped somebody in the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like goddamn, this motherfucker's always in some shit. We have to start believing people when they tell us who they are. Yeah, right. He's a piece of shit. Like you when. Some people make a mistake and they learn from it, and then they're they're better people because of it, you know. Then or they the may baby. even they may even have like organizations where it's like, I could imagine, and I don't know specifically. I'm just speaking from a general general sense, but I could imagine Ray Rice is not still abusing his uh, his wife, right? Mm, I would hope not. Yeah. So there there are situations like that where you just don't hear, you know, any news about people doing the same same type of things. And then there's people that are like these repeat defenders. Like and even if they're not doing the same exact thing, some people just draw negative attention their way. And um, if you're constantly making headlines for things that are outside of your specific job, then there might be something going on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Another one was uh, actor Cuba Gooding Jr. uh, entered a plea deal of guilty on Wednesday to a misdemeanor charge of forcibly touching a woman at a New York City nightclub. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gooding admitted to kissing the woman, a waitress at the club, on her lips without consent. He also admitted to two other incidents of non-consensual contact in 2018 and June 2019. Here's the problem, fellas. There are only certain men that are built to have a great amount of success and not allow that success uh, to make them feel like they have access to every woman. Mm-hmm. Like, it is not okay to grab women forcibly. It is not okay to touch women you don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Keep your hands to yourself at mm-hmm. all times. Mm-hmm. At all times. And the the problem is, too, is when you have reached the apex of success in music or acting, you feel like, oh, they've seen me on uh, the movie radio. They've seen me on Boys in the Hood. Uh, you know, uh, Freaking the baby, like, oh, I got a, a top 10 song or whatever. They know who I am, so I'm going to just kiss them. I'm going to do what I want. And they've done this enough times that they feel that every woman is infatuated with them. Mm-hmm. And there's there are women that simply don't want, they don't give a fuck who you are. Celebrity, they do not, nothing. They don't want you fucking t- kissing them. Not to mention, kissing a stranger is a big risk. It's just, man, you trying to kiss somebody, they could have had a mouthful of dick, and here you come trying to kiss on them. Mm-hmm. That's ignorant. Mm-hmm. You don't know what was in their mouth. Yeah. That shit is crazy. I mean, I've had, uh, I've, I've been, well, I was really going to the club hard. Like, my last going out hardcore was probably like when I was 26, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in the middle of the club. I was dancing with this chick, and she turned around, and she like tried to kiss me, and I just kind of turned my head. She's like... Let me kiss you. Really? She, yeah, and it was loud. She and she was kind of had alcohol in her breath, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Let me kiss you." And she was yelling in my ear, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not cool." Yeah. But she was trying to kiss me, and I don't know you. Yeah. We, and like even then, I was like, "Yo, you literally could have had a mouthful of dick, and now you 
got a mouthful of alcohol and you trying to kiss me and I don't know you? Yeah. Uh-uh. I ain't gonna front. I kissed a girl in the club one time. <laughs> 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 this girl, she was like, I never kissed a black man before. And then I just Oh my, she's a fucking liar. She was a little older too. Like Like older as in how old? She might have been like in her forties. No way. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. This nigga keep going straight for the cougars. Yeah. I was wild and I wouldn't do that today, but yeah, I did that. Damn. I was probably like 24, maybe. This nigga Keith went to rock and rodeo. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that place back in the yeah, day? Yeah. 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 Now, Keith, Keith, you went to the, uh, uh, Keith went to the Crystal Palace. The Crystal, the, the, the Buck Owens? Buck Owens. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. If you want to find older, older, uh, white women in their 40s, that might say that statement. They'd probably be over there. I for sure, yeah, that happened to me um, a couple of times. Not in a club. And another girl had told me that. Like, oh, I never kissed a black man before. I'd be like, what is, what is it? What does this mean? What is that? Yeah. You trying to live out your fantasies with me or something? And me, I'm just trying to smash. So I'm not even concerned about the sl- slight racism that's going on. Yeah, like, I mean, I- I've got plenty of white pussy before. <laughs> this is not. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This ain't new to me. <laughs> Oh, it'd be some older white woman like, um, I've never, like, I support Black Lives Matter. Yeah. You know, I think you're a good person. Like, white people will say some shit and they don't mean it to be racist, but it'll come off. sounds crazy. I will say it's so it's racially awkward, but it ain't mm-hmm. racist. Racially awkward, yeah. They'll be like, look, I love Black Lives Matter and stuff, but, like, sometimes it's just a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to kiss you. Is that a problem? Like, can I be a part of Black Lives Matter if I kissed you? <laughs> like, lady, if you don't shut the fuck up. Like, if I suck your cock, or like, I'd be a Black Lives Matter member. <laughs> would, would that make me a black? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I feel like... um. You know how people be trying to like remix like political statements and stuff like that. Right. I could imagine somebody at the the Amber Rose slut walk with like a hashtag BCM shirt. I'm like, what? Hashtag BCM. Black Hawks matter. Black Hawks matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think we've got plenty of representation there. <laughs> I think I, I think we got plenty of representation there. That's one place where there is no uh, injustice. Yeah, for sure. The slut walk. Shout out to Amber Rose. That's hilarious, man. I don't. I don't. I, I never understood the slut walk. It's more or less like, I don't. I don't get it. it it's the slut walk. I don't know what is it. I guess it's for some like women's liberation or something like that. Yeah, I guess trying to empower women in their sexual um, freedom and stuff like that. It's what, like women are. This is women gonna put themselves in a box, right? Because yeah. I feel like in ten years. Some of the stuff that we're trying to normalize now is going to be just a uh, like a phase, right? Yeah. Um. So a woman in 2022 is going to have like 200 bodies on her, 300 bodies on her, and um, 10 years from now she's going to try to marry a man, and we're going to kind of convert back to more conservative values, and she ain't going to be able to get one, and she's going to be like, dang, like this whole era of slut walks and all these things. Like it didn't do me no justice because I'm out here and I can't get no man no more. Yeah, but some it, some people some women would say like I heard a woman say like, well, a body count from a woman doesn't matter. It's just that you're insecure and you feel like you can't uh, 
you can't live up to those those bodies because they probably pleased her better than you did. Dang. Right? And it's like, ladies, what you need to understand is <clears throat> when you say things like that, every man is not insecure or um, f- like feeling insecure because you had all these bodies. I think that the the expectations you have from men, if we don't meet those, we don't think you insecure for it. We just know we didn't live up to it. I feel like women should... Um just try to adopt that mentality too. Like not necessarily normalizing having a lot of bodies, but they should, if a girl told me like, Hey, you have had too many sexual partners. Like this is not going to work for me. I'd be like, dang, that's unfortunate. But like, I wouldn't even be tripping. I wouldn't be trying to like protest or whatever. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't, if a woman had a whole phase, I genuinely don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's a difference though. Mm-hmm. Like if a woman had a whole phase where they was just like, you know, maybe you know they had a, a you know a good amount of dudes maybe in college or in her single life, but I think that there's a lot of women who can go through that phase and stop and just be like, it doesn't offer my life anything. Yeah, and and I respect that. And the yeah. reason why I could I could be in a relationship with a woman who went through a minor whole phase is because she already had those experiences. There are some women who have not had a lot of experience, and now when they married, they got curiosity. Yeah, they're wondering what other... They're wondering what, what am is, I missing. What else is out there? Yeah, so, I mean, if you didn't have enough dicks, now you know, like, yo, you actually got a decent dude that's like, you only get you only get one dick now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, I only got one dick, but, yeah, you know, it's going to have to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something, it's some um, <clears throat> kind of a... Uh, I guess empowering with that, like you go through, you go through life, you you realize what you like and don't like. Some people just need to just to do it, just to do it. They may yep. need to do. They may have had one one night stand, and they like, oh, this ain't really for me. Like right. It was, it was, it was cool, but it this is not, it's not my, it's not my thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I honestly, I will say, not all women go through whole phases. That's an inaccurate statement. I will say that 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 a high percentage of them do whatever a whole phase is to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no direct way or co- like there's no direct or defined way of what a whole phase is, mm-hmm. you know, but here's the unfortunate part. There are still some women my age that still still in the whole phase, still hoeing. At, that's a whole life. Yeah. That's a whole life. <laughs> you ever, you see that movie, a bug's life. <laughs> that's a whole life. It's a hoes life. <laughs> that's the name of the pod. <laughs> Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. They'll, they'll uh, Instagram will fucking mute the the interactions. A whole lot. What does Instagram have to do with the name of the podcast? In, no, Instagram is like that. I remember I, I seen a, a a meme. I posted it on on uh, Instagram. Uh huh. And the meme showed this thick Indian girl. She was like, uh, she might have been Muslim, right? Yeah. She's I have beautiful green eyes, but she kind of like had her back turned, and she had a big old booty. And then the the meme said. Girl, you looks good when you bag that ass up. But it said yeah. Baghdad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh somebody put Islamophobia. They flagged it for like Islamophobia and shit. Yeah. And I actually took the post was from a, a comedian that was Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? That what does that have to do with whole life though? Huh? So what does that have to do with whole life? Uh I, I responded to something. I can't remember what he was talking about. You you were, I was saying the name of the pod could be whole life, and you said no, nah, we can't. Do oh, that. I was saying that because Instagram will flag it, but it's not on our podcast is on SoundCloud and Apple. I know, but when you I post it from SoundCloud to Instagram, 
So when you put it on your story or you put it in there, you get less interactions because they flagged it. They like Instagram can shadow ban you and you don't even realize you shadow. But whole life is not. There's no connotation to it. Doesn't have to be. There's trigger words. There's a thing. They have a podcast called called Horrible Decisions. Yeah, but it's, it's different. One, it's women. And two, it's got the word whore in it, but it's horrible. It's not whore standing by itself. If you put whore and then put decisions next to it, they're just gonna see that trigger word whore and they're gonna they're gonna suppress everything that's on there. So yeah, I'm telling you, dude, I, I know how Instagram be working, bro. It's I don't believe up. I don't believe it will will affect <coughs> our numbers, but we don't have to name it whole life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um uh not a lot left to say. That's pretty much it. Get them fucking Coney Island dogs. <laughs> Fucking Coney Island dogs off 154th and Avenue. <laughs> I only get my hot dogs from. Hey, have you seen that dude on TikTok? Uh, the Aki Way dude. Mm-mm. Oh my god, how have you not seen that? It's basically a dude that has this like bodega, and people give him requests on how to make them like breakfast sandwiches and shit. No, I haven't seen. He's that. like, he's like, he's like, uh, hey Aki, I wanna, I wanna French toast on the sausage. You're like, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. First, you put the peppers on the grill. Like, bro, mm-hmm. when you see it now, you're going to know what I'm talking about on TikTok. Okay. It's like one of the most popular dudes on there. Okay. And it's on some, like, I believe it's in New York. I could be wrong, but I think it's in New York. Yeah. New York. Yeah, I haven't been on TikTok like that. Places like New York or like Philly, is just, it'd be a culture shock for us, man. Yeah, it'd be a whole different, imagine whole different if, lingo. Imagine, like, yo, we got, some, we got some love out in Brooklyn, yo. Like, I, I'm looking at a lot of the... Um, the analytics. girl was on, that was years ago, but she was on uh, <coughs> on Instagram listening to the podcast. Oh, I know, but like yeah. Brooklyn is really bigging us up. Like I know we crack a little bit of eat, like East Coast jokes, but we love y'all, man. Y'all been showing us some love. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. Let me see. It's a lot. It's uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn is, yeah, they, man, they pretty much leading the week. Crazy when like it's crazy some weeks like Bakersfield doesn't show us more love than anybody but like it'll be like New Orleans will be beating out Bakersfield some weeks other weeks it'll be Brooklyn uh-huh. other weeks it'll be like Las Vegas you'd be like what the fuck yeah crazy man yeah I just wish there was more of a connection <clears throat> like we know individually who these people were I think that would be fire yeah man hey whoever y'all is man just hit me on Instagram hit me yeah. with a DM man so we could big y'all up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel too. Yes, hit the notification bell. Yes, new episodes every Thursday on uh, YouTube. Yeah, let me shout out some people here, man. Look, shout out to Brooklyn, y'all, y'all in the lead, man. Y'all really fucking with the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valley Stream, I'm not sure where Valley Stream is. Mesquite, Portland, Oregon, L.A., Sac, Eugene, Oregon, uh, Pine Mountain Club. Modesto, shout out to Modesto. Little Rock, that's in Arkansas. Shout out to y'all. That's where a lot of my family at. Uh, mm-hmm. Indianapolis, shout out to Orange. Bakersfield down there. Bloomfield. Orange. At, yeah, Orange. Orange. Orange is a city name? Yeah, I don't know exactly where. Dang. Ashbourne, shout out to Melbourne, Australia. We getting some love from Melbourne. Down under. Yeah. Shout out to them. Hey, man, be careful with them kangaroos, man. They fucking y'all up out there. <laughs> the motherfuckers will fight you, bro. Yeah, seen that. Yeah, aggressive ass kangaroos, man. Um, shout out to Tulsa, Rexburg, Harlan, Hammond, Fresno. Uh, fucking Ukraine is on here this week. Oh, shout out to the Ukraine. I got God some damn. guy. I got my, some of my guys is in Ukraine. Yeah, shout out to Mansfield, 
Uh, that's in is the Mansfield is oh and in London, what the hell Mansfield? I, I think Mansfield is in uh is it Amsterdam? I don't New know Amsterdam? where that is. I don't know New Amsterdam vodka. New Amsterdam vodka <laughs> premium. Yeah, what's hilarious about <laughs> million dollars worth of game is like he frames it like it's the first time you've ever seen that shit. <laughs> He'd be like New Amsterdam vodka. <laughs> Girlfriend cheated on you. Do Amsterdam vodka. Failed your, failed your math test. Do Amsterdam vodka. <laughs> Shout out to the New Amsterdam queen. Shout out to Wallow, too. That nigga can't read. Tootie being there with her friends making New <laughs> Amsterdam mules. <laughs> Mix drinks and all that. Shout out to the New Amsterdam queen, Tootie. <laughs> she being there with her friends mixing it up. Wallow, Wallow ass being there like, look, man, listen, man. All you got to do is go down to romanswipes.com. Go over there and get that, man. Look, listen, man. All you got to do is do that and you get there and put it on. And I know you get bummed out in the fourth quarter. You can't even make it to the fourth quarter because you can't stay out of the first quarter. So go ahead and do that, man. Head on to romanswipes.com. Once again, that's romanswipes.com. <laughs> I've never seen that much of an aggressive ad read in my life. <laughs> they, they got ads like a motherfucker, though. Shout out to them. Yeah. <coughs> I, yeah love, I, I love watching podcasts get money. Oh, for sure. I love watching them because I know we're going to get fucking paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let, let us get one of those New Amsterdam ones, too. Yeah, I'm ready, dog. I'm ready for somebody to just be like, yo. I want to give y'all the bag. I want to give yeah. y'all promotion. I want to do the whole nine. Shout out to, to New Amsterdam Vodka. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Happy Dad. Happy Dad Beer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I, I think what I what I'll do too is is uh, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that conversation later. Mm-hmm. But anyways, if you made it to the end of this podcast, man, we appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>